calendar hanging on the opposite wall. And not only that, but precisely on a special square, the one with the birthday cake drawn inside, eleven flame-tipped candles burning on top. That rainbow, quivering slightly on her upcoming birthday, was the first thing Ruby saw when she opened her eyes. She held her breath. This was proof of God's existence. That was her first thought. She had barely begun to deal with it, and its backpack, that's how some thoughts were, they carried backpacks, that God took a personal interest in her, Aruba Nicole Marx Gardner, before her mind got going with the facts. Sun, east window, prism, a rainbow that had to land somewhere. Coincidence. That was the way Sherlock Holmes would see it, and she respected Sherlock Holmes more than anyone on earth. Didn't love him, Dr. Watson was the lovable one, but respected him. Still, coincidence could be tricky. Take that time she'd been eating a bologna sandwich and reading a story about a frog. She must have been four when she'd suddenly puked all over the place, including on Brandon beside her in the back seat, frog and bologna getting all mixed up in some way. Well, that was how she saw it and hadn't touched bologna since. But she could hear Sherlock Holmes. A long car trip and a winding road? One could produce the same result with peanut butter and a penguin. Elementary, my dear Ruby. The rainbow moved on, sliding off her birthday, off the calendar, ballooning along the wall, warping around the corner of her open closet, vanishing in the shadows within. The spinning earth did that, stuck the rainbow in her closet. There would be lots of backpacks to that thought, but Ruby didn't get to them. Some commotion kicked up down the hall, only the sharp notes getting through her door, like when one earphone conks out. Scott, didn't I ask you to get Brandon up? Muffle, muffle. Well, he isn't, as usual, and it's five after seven. Brandon, get up now! Muffle. Then came sounds of movement, and Bran yelled, Fuck! Don't fucking do that! In that deep new voice of his, ragged at the edges that vibrated the walls, and Ruby knew that Mom had ripped the covers off him, which always worked. The sounds that followed, Bran getting up, banging around in his room, crossing the hall to the bathroom they shared, turning on the shower, faded as Ruby took the complete Sherlock Holmes off her bedside table and found her place. The Speckled Band. Just from the title, she knew she was going to like it. Speckled. A word she'd never spoken. She tried it out loud for the first time. Speckled. Speckled. Her stuffed animals watched in silence from their perches on bookshelves. A strange word, with a kind of power, if that made sense, and maybe not power completely for the good, Freckled was on the good side, heckled a bit nasty, speckled, different in some way she didn't know. The garage door opened under her room and her dad's old triumph rumbled out, sounds that were far, far away. I had no keener pleasure than in following Holmes in his professional investigations and in admiring the rapid deductions as swift as intuitions and yet always founded on a logical basis with which he unraveled the problems which were submitted to him. Yes, that was it, what was so special about him. As Ruby read, her room went still, began to lose its physical properties, became less solid. The bachelor lodgings at 221B Baker Street went the other way. Ruby could almost hear the crackle of the fire Mrs. Hudson had had the good sense to light, could almost— Ruby! Ruby! Ruby, for God's sake! What? I called you six times! Mom, probably dressed for work, probably standing at the top of the stairs, that impatient look on her face when the up-and-down line between her eyebrows appeared. Are you up? 
Yeah? Don't forget tennis after school, sweetheart. Just from the change of tone, Ruby knew the up-and-down line had smoothed itself out. See you tonight! Mom's voice trailed away as she went down the stairs. Bye, Mom! Maybe not loud enough, because there was no reply. Then Mom was backing out of the garage, lurching just a bit as usual, tires squeaking on the cement floor. The garage door closed, a long whine ending in a thump, and the sound of the Jeep Grand Cherokee, smoother than the Triumph and much less interesting, faded and faded to nothing. Sherlock Holmes deduced from seven spatters of mud that the terrified young lady in his sitting room had had a rough ride in a dog cart. A car honked on the street, Brandon's ride. The terrified young lady was going mad from fear. Linda was dictating a memo about the Skyway account into her digital organizer when her cell rang. Deborah, her sister-in-law, married to Scott's brother, Tom.